0: Episode 111, Part 1 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed.
1: I'm your host, Sean. Triple ones. what, what, what? <laughs> uh, So, hi, everybody. Welcome to the program. Um, this is your weekly breakdown of the show that we do on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30 Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, Tuned In, and iHeartRadio.
0: Radio. Just your Aquanet Radio and those apps.
1: Okay, so this week, kids, uh, we start off by, as always, filling in on what we've done during the week. Um,
0: As it, you know, one of our members is still missing.
1: Yes, Erica is still not with us for this episode. Apparently, though, she will be back next week. Yes. So I'm sure we'll have tons of stories to, for her to tell us. Yes. But in yes. the meantime, sit back and listen to the soulful styles of your old pals, Ed, and show <laughs> it. This week, Ed talks about PBS. Yes. And I talk about my night at the theater. Uh-huh. Oh, ha, ha. so uh, sit back, dim the lights, light the candles, get the Jurgens lotion ready, or ladies, just you know, get feel free to get those juices flowing if you know what I mean. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and we'll be back, uh, you know, to say goodbye to you in part one. We'll be right back, folks.
2: Lonely, unmarried, looking for love Life was passing me by So I sent off my photo, hobbies and age Magazine marriage i would try They say for centuries lovely Japanese girls Have been trained in the art of pleasing men Be lonely, no more, open destiny's door For one dollar they arrange a meeting My image was wrong, I didn't like me So I changed my personality I bought a deluxe Mersey wig But it was a size too big What confidence in my new-built-up shoes, so smart for winter or summer, undetectable in normal everyday use, look out, there's a monster coming. (laughs) Bye-bye binoculars and Macintosh, everything is just great. I take elocution, learn to speak posh, but still I can't find a mate. Be popular, learn to play the guitar, in seven days you could be strumming. Be sociable, learn kissing technique, look out there's a monster coming. My camera because I reshape my nose. Plastic surgery's best to cut down my weight off. Comes my left leg. I pass the swimming costume test. Are my sideboards too long load? My aftershave pong? I know my nude nose ain't running. What's wrong with my time? i getting too high.
1: Look out, There's the geeksers are eye- calming,
2: disfiguring, ugly. My facial hair I had removed electrically. I rejuvenated my energy cells and regained my virility. Grunt, grunt. He put my hand on my heart. I didn't change any part. He had a machine for a mummy. Please be gentle with me. I come to pieces, literally.
1: Look out, the Geeksters are coming.
2: Look out, there's a monster coming.
1: Look out, the Geeksters are coming. 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 Hey, everybody, and we're here! Woo! Welcome to Geeksters, everybody! I'm your host, Short. And I'm your host, Ed. And good evening to our late monster bash. Blah! Blah. Ah, ah. <laughs> our post-Halloween the party. I would talk like this the entire night, Ed. Blah. <laughs> Great! <laughs> so, good evening, Ed. Blah!
0: Good evening to yours.
1: And how are you this fine evening? I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing fine, a little parched. Blah.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <sighs> so, uh, how was your week? Uh, not too eventful, but uh, you know, catch up on the regular TV shows that us geeks watch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's uh, really—he's
0: on the ball tonight, uh, folks.
1: <laughs> uh. Okay, so like, what did you watch on TV?
0: Oh, of course, I caught, caught up on Arrow, and uh, this, the first half of season finale of uh, Doctor Who was this
1: past Saturday. Oh, the first half. Yes. They're going for a twofer, huh? Twofer,
0: yes. So this is actually, you know, I'm not thrilled with this Doctor. I've, I've mentioned that several times before in yes. the show. But I can tell you that this this last episode was like, holy crap, I didn't see this coming. Oh. I was Like like a mind blow. And I was like, wow. Like, it's just, it's uh, amazing. So
1: they kind of waited for the last moment, going, "Uh, oh, you know what? Yeah, we're going to ease you in. All of a sudden, pow, right in the kisser. That's right. Yeah? <laughs> huh? <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, I got a little excited. <coughs> ah, smoker on the radio. Hey, everybody. <coughs> <laughs> there was going. Ugh. <laughs> so, um. Does this now make you like, okay, where it let off? Well, I,
0: you know what? The thing is, is that it's still, like, as far as Doctor Who goes, it's really good. As far as him being the doctor, you're still
1: like, yeah. 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 <laughs> you kind of wished it would happen to, like, Matt Smith or David Tannen. Or, exactly. Uh, Eccleson. You know, any of them. <laughs> any of them. <laughs> I'll take Tom Baker at this point. <laughs> I'll take substance for Esther McCoy. <laughs> wow. You yeah. went really far back, didn't you? Yeah. How no, far actually, back?
0: actually, no. Well, Tom Baker was before that, but.
1: NERD! <laughs> just went to, <the>, you know, <laughs> right now I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, really. that's, that's like, me, yeah. No, but really, see, Tom Baker was before this guy. This guy was the who of the 80s.
0: <laughs> He's the one that almost destroyed the Hugh
1: franchise. Uh, no, I think it would have been the guy who did the made-for-TV movie. Really? Because like you had Hugh gone... For a while. Yeah. Then they made in the 1990s, they Mm -hmm. made that Doctor Who movie for television. Paul McCann, yeah. Right, Paul. Thank you very much. (laughs) Resident nerd. (laughs) And I think that they were hoping that it would be popular enough to relaunch the series from there. Yeah, and it didn't. And it didn't. It kind of was like, hey, look, here's a Doctor Who movie. And everyone went, who? (laughs) What? Who cares? Like, really? Come on. Like, okay, whatever. And then they're like, never mind. You know, like, Here it is. I actually had that on DVD, by the way. Did you? Yeah. All right. I Because you know why? Because I had, to me, he kind of was like the second, like, um, I didn't, the last Doctor Who that I remember as a kid was Tom Baker. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of, and I remember like going, hey, whatever, you know, and then I remember seeing the TV movie and I was semi-excited to watch it and mm-hmm. I was interested in it and I enjoyed it. Right. But if, to me, it was like, oh, all right,
0: like. I don't I, I mean I I did see it when it aired. You don't remember anything don't about it. Maybe yeah, we'll have to do a
1: movie night, like a yeah. Doctor Who night. <laughs> a Doctor Who night. So uh yeah, I kind of felt like you know, like he with a new doctor, I'm like, all right. Then they had Eccleson, but they never gave Eccleson like a regeneration. That's what I thought was kinda of weird.
0: All right. He just came out of nowhere. <laughs> he was
1: like, Hey I'm the doctor, what's up? <laughs> yeah. You're like,
0: What?
1: I'm only here <laughs> for one season. <laughs> One series we call it. Yeah, British, British, British.
0: I just remember. I just remember when Sylvester McCoy was the Doctor, and I remember watching because it was still on Channel Twelve at that time, right? And the PBS, only, right? PBS—the only way you could catch the <laughs> British television at the time. And it was on I, PBS. Somebody in Britain won in in London won a contest to be a walk-on. For a Doctor Who episode. Oh yeah, and they interviewed him. Then they showed the interview like before, because it was like a like one of those uh, marathon. Um...
1: Right, PBS was known for doing like here we're going to educate. It was like an educational channel, right. not like how today with Discovery Channel, the Learning Channel. Like all the, you could if you wanted to learn about what it's like to be a, a left hander in Siberia, I'm sure there's a television. show. yeah. Sure, right, sure, yeah. Okay. Um. But back then, PBS is where you got cultured, right? Like they had Masterpiece Theater. But this is
0: this is during one of their their pledge drives, like, right? Because you know, they were showing the, they were showing a marathon because everybody loves Doctor Who. We're gonna show yeah. like twelve hours of Doctor Who that you're gonna enjoy. And in the between those episodes, we're gonna come in and bother you for money, it's right? Money. It's like.
1: That 12 hours actually equates to maybe like seven hours. Yeah. And the, the, the other five hours are going, hey, if you enjoyed this fine programming, please give generously to the local PBS fund. Exactly. If you enjoy shows, programs like Doctor Who. For a donation of $50, you can get the soundtrack to this episode. <laughs> or for just $10, you can get this PBS tote bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, memories
0: <laughs> like yeah but i remember this guy being interviewed and he was not excited like he, he this, 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 like, I this is this is i'm this is this is what the guy said he goes yeah I, I entered because i thought it'd be a joke and i won and it was like <laughs> wow like i'm like i'm like i don't know if i would have done it like just because of who he was That's like i did not enjoy the fester mcquay years at all so I'm like, I would if like if it was like, hey, you know, if like what the Donalds I was like, put your name in for a Doctor Who walk-on, right? I'd be like, no, nah, I wouldn't do it. I'd still be like, nah, no.
1: I mean, I th- okay. Well, I'm gonna go to go back. We have to go to the Wayback machine during the '80s because that's when McCoy was right late '80s, early '90s. Right. The internet wasn't ex- in existence. Right. Cable TV was an infant. Mm-hmm. You know if. Just yeah, I mean, I would say real name. Yeah,
0: there because they didn't have all the demand. They didn't have a lot of the sh- right. channels that we have today. Right, that you were, we it really was basically your horizons,
1: your normal yeah. channels, maybe some New York channels, and then your PBS channels. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I guess at the time, like now. If they ran that same contest, here would be like, oh my god, it was awesome. I love what I do. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my yeah. god. Oh god. there would be it, like, there'll be hundreds of thousands of, yeah, en-
0: hundreds of millions of entries back in now.
1: the 80s. I mean, obviously, it wasn't open to American audience because you know, Americans were like, oh, we're too high. You British people are too highbrow for us. We don't get any of your shit, yeah, you know, like so. They'd be like, whatever, who cares? what <laughs> the have a guy go, yeah, you won. Oh, I did. Thanks. I, th- I thought it was a joke. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, all right, what the hell? You know. But now I'd be like, oh my god, I won! I won! I won! I won. And then you kind of hope for, for your fifteen minutes of fame. Going, oh, maybe my walk-on will be stellar. Yeah. Maybe they'll give me a line to say, and I'll, you know, you'll get your photographs with the cast. Maybe, because you know they'd be like, okay, well we're gonna have you kind of walk through, and all the stars are going, well, who the fuck, who the fuck is that guy? You know, like, <laughs> and they're going, well, he won a contest. Oh, okay. And back then, it'd be like, whatever. All now right. they'd be like promotional stuff pictures with the guy whoever you're at
0: lunch a breakfast yeah, a lunch. A dinner or whatever yeah. you know i like guess kind of thing
1: you go for the doctor who experience you'll walk onto the tardis going yes and this is the episode we'll be filming with you in the tardis but you're not gonna be in this part you're gonna be in the crowd of a hundred people and we may have a close-up on you depending on if the doctor walks by <laughs> <laughs> so you could go there when your dvr really slow go there i am <laughs> screen cat go oh my god. Oh my <laughs> but in real time, it's like ah, there you go, <laughs> or like you you are used as an establishing shot. You walk from one screen, like from one side of the camera to the other, yeah. And as you walk, there's like the, a wipe following you, to come, you know, <laughs> like a la Star Wars, where it just kind of wipes from left to right with your body to the next scene. <laughs> you don't even see your head; it's just your body because like it's a crowd thing, and you're just walking by, and it's like whoop, walk by the crowd, and then, or it's the my all-time favorite, too, is when the person walks towards the camera, uh-huh. and then they get really, really close to the screen. They fill up the whole screen, yeah. and then it cuts to the next scene. Yeah. Like, that should be your job. You get to walk up. Don't look at the camera. Don't look at the camera. Don't look at the camera. Come at the he camera. The camera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> this is the 38th take. Come on. Uh, establishing shot. Take 27. <laughs> Dude, don't look at the camera. <laughs> Do I need to, like... We'll have like a, yo, know, do you need like a person standing there to wave to you the whole time? You know? Focus on that. Focus on that. Focus on the person waving. <laughs> All right. And action. Cut! <laughs> <laughs> don't wave back. <laughs> just keep walking. He keeps waving. I don't know. I just don't yeah. have to wave back to be polite. You know? And stop with the googly eyes pointing at the doctor when he walks by you. <laughs> it's the doctor. <laughs> oh, my God. It's Matt Smith! Or, oh my god, it's Peter Capaldi! <laughs> or what's the girl's name who plays... Uh... Janet Coleman? Janet Coleman, yeah. Like, oh my god, she's so okay cute! <laughs> Cut! <laughs> Dudes, don't look at the talent. <laughs> That's how it started. <laughs> yes. That's gotta be the, the origin story of the... Uh, okay, when the talent comes on stage, do not look at them, do not address them. Because they don't want extras going, oh, my God, look what this. <laughs> you know, time's money. Yeah. they Just get in, get out. Don't look at the camera. Just walk by. <laughs> Back then, I'd be like, eh, whatever. <laughs> Didn't care. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Congratulations, Ed. Thanks. PBS. <laughs> yeah, the good old days. Here you go for $10. Here's a tote bag. For $50, it was um, usually some sort of video. Mm-hmm. Then there was like a $100 one. And that was like the video plus the soundtrack. Stuff that you probably, in today's market, would cost me like $30.
0: Exactly. I mean, you know? that was, because I always remember after a while, like, like going, you know what? I, I see that online now. Like, now, because so you could look up on Amazon. It's so easy now to find stuff. Yes. And, you're like, and you look it up and you're like, they're they're saying seventy five for this DVD set. I could buy it for twenty five bucks. It's like, yes, and it's like yeah, okay. They're they're and that's the thing. They probably got a deal on it. It's not like they're paying twenty five bucks for it. They're probably like paying like twelve for
1: it. Yes. Uh, here you go. Uh, I'm, I'm looking here. Uh, donation. PBS. One time donation with gift. Here you go. Let's see what this one is. Uh huh. One time donation with gift. Okay. Uh, the PBS SoCal logo glass mug, right? <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know what it is, but obviously it's ninety dollars. Gets you a mug. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Um. TV. Let's go home. That's that's probably Southern California. Mm-hmm. That's you know. Yeah. Look at me being all like, I don't know what SoCal means. <laughs> oh, Southern California. Support public television. Members, let's see. Donate.
0: There we go.
1: Um. Yeah. Wait, here, maybe here's, here's a little... Let's see if there's a... play hide and go seek, hops All of a sudden, those streets I used to play in were flooded with violence and Nah, it's too depressing. <laughs> Shop PBS. Here you go. Let's do a Shop PBS. There is, uh, you're a um, Masterpiece Theater. You're a Downton Abbey fan, aren't you?
0: <laughs> sure, why not?
1: <laughs> for this for this bit, yeah, okay. Okay, well, there's Downton Abbey Seasons one, two, three, and 4, the UK edition. It's a limited edition DVD plus Pull Bell. I guess, ding dong. <laughs> it costs 90 bucks. I think that's actually kind of quite reasonable. Yeah, four, four seasons, seasons. Yeah, Uh $10 off, $49 or more, plus free shipping details. So, all right, you know, maybe they've, got, maybe they've gotten smarter. Yeah. Because back in the day, it would have been like, okay, for a donation of $100, you'd be able to get season one, you know, because it was so few and far between is, is when well, it comes.
0: Well, I remember it was eight years ago at this point, and uh, a, a guy, we were talking about it, and uh, it was their Eric Clapton concert on PBS. Okay. They were trying to update, you know, with, with, with rock They're, and roll, you know. Yeah, because kinda...
1: PBS became known as the old stuffy person channel.
0: And they had this like CD box set of his stuff. It was one hundred twenty five dollars. All right, if you're
1: a Clapton fan, yeah. And, I, right. and, and
0: a guy at work I work with, he was a Clapton fan, and he he's like, I love the concert so much. And he goes, so I went to PBS to the thing, and they said 125 And he's like, yeah, you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I bought it on Amazon for 60 bucks."
1: <laughs> yeah. And then not only that, but then once you once you enter that world of the donation to PBS. It never stops. It never stops. It'd be like every year or every month, you get a phone call going, hey, we remember back when you donated that $500, that 50 bucks. Yeah. Are you still enjoying that mug? <laughs> Are you drinking your coffee out of the mug every day? Remember that fine programming that caused you to purchase this to make your donation? Can we have more? <laughs> like, we don't want to beg, but <laughs> if you give us a new donation of twice that, we'll give you another mug. <laughs> and we won't bug you for a month. <laughs> yeah, you won't hear a word from us, but you'll be able to enjoy this fine, progr- fine PBS programming. But in 31 it- days, we're going to call you. Yep. And it'll be over something like, hey, are you enjoying Masterpiece Theater?" This week, it's Emus in the Wild. Because <laughs> I don't watch that anyway. Like, I, have, I have the Discovery Channel. I have the Animal Planet Channel I don't watch. I think I've seen that uh, twice. <laughs> Meerkats in the Wild. If you enjoy this and other fine programming, please donate to PBS. <laughs> $7,000 will get you a tote bag. <laughs> uh, and a card is. that says yes, thank you. Thank you. We'll have it stamped by a m- marsupial. <laughs> we'll give you a marsupial's footprint as a thank you. <laughs> it's a drawing. Yeah, some four-year-old drawing foot. <laughs> thank you for giving the PBS. I mean, uh, granted, PBS also had Sesame Street, Mr. Rogers, I mean, electric fat, Morgan Freeman helped taught me how to read. Yeah. You know, with the whole, you know, easy reader stuff. So, I mean, there's always going to be like a little little childhood memory going, I remember watching PBS as a kid, you know? Yeah. Then the moment on Saturday, it was like cartoon, cartoon, cartoon. Like, oh, here's all your stuff. Boom. That Bob, uh, what do you call it? The painter guy. Yeah. It was like, okay. Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Cartoons <laughs> over. <Mick."> <laughs> <laughs> happy trees. Happy trees. And if you enjoy this fine programming, for only a donation of $50, you can get the, this episode for, 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 sent to your house for a donation of only $50. And For that kind of money, I want Bob Ross to come and paint me a picture. I want him to paint my happy ass. <laughs> I want him to paint bushes on my buttocks. <laughs> happy trees. Happy trees on that butt. Oh, sorry, Bob. I, that's okay. We'll make this uh, a, a mound here. <laughs> Pop,
2: pop, 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 pop.
1: Is that.? <laughs> there's happy trees. Happy
0: trees. <laughs> <laughs> that I remember that paint first. Is it <laughs> Just little happy
1: trees. Be soft. It's, it's okay if you mess up, it's okay. <laughs> we can just mix it in. Just a little more paint here. And then. <laughs> Here's a little. Here, we could do this, and there's your branches. And then some more fluffy clouds.
0: Fluffy clouds. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> uh, tell, flashbacks
0: t- man, I'm flashbacks. Telling
1: you, that This sound. <laughs> is ingrained in our DNA as kids as happy clouds <laughs> happy clouds soft fluffy clouds happy bushes <laughs> look it's it's, a, it's calm it's cool just just do this. you know here's a little bird happy birds
0: flying overhead <laughs> Oh, my
1: gosh. just watch Barbara. He should just go, today we're going to paint nudes. <laughs> fluffy boobs. Fluffy
0: boobs.
1: There's a bush. Because <laughs> it would be the 70s and 80s. <laughs> That's a lot of hair to pop. Just a, t- a happy bush. Just t- Just dab a little. <laughs> just
0: dab a little. <laughs> there's the finger <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's an erotic picture
1: <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, well good for you Ed <laughs> I don't know how we got to that subject PBS obviously but can uh, <sighs> do anything else there Ed?
0: well I saw movies with you on Thursday yes we did
1: our Thursday night movie yeah. uh, we we're, we're talking with just hey Ed what'd you do Thursday <laughs> same thing you did you were there cause we don't have Erica to talk to that's right Erica's away again this week <laughs> surprise <laughs> yeah that's why she's so quiet <laughs> uh yeah you and i our, our weekly movie mm-hmm. night was uh it's a, a double feature of r-rated comedies yes one was How to a million ways to die in the west and the other was sex tape yes so what do you think because i didn't ask your opinion of them
0: uh well with, with the Million ways to Die in the west it was okay I, I it wasn't as good as Ted. I have to admit. I uh,
1: yeah, I would agree. You know,
0: um, but I mean, there was a lot of good funny moments in it. But I think what he, I, I mean, I don't know. It's just like something was missing. Like, did did you feel that yourself? Like when you were watching Ugh. it, like,
1: I, I think the prop. I think okay. As much as I love Seth MacFarlane, uh, he's an okay actor. Yeah. It just kind of like when you have him as a lead. He's also he's a, not a bad director because obviously Ted's a brilliant movie. Right but i think the the thing with with him is that he's more he's the face of family guy yeah so if you put him in a production he tends to use that face to help promote himself and mm. family guy right cuz there's a couple of family guy jokes in there there's a definitely a flashback 80s scene like you know like that oh, you yeah, didn't yeah. see coming Yeah. Um, when he's talking to the indians he says kunis, kunis, you know <laughs> yes. and i'm like all right all right, you know <laughs> he's not. He's he's got movie star good looks, mm. but to me, it, it, when he's in a, I guess I kind of always kind of feel like this with any actor who writes and directs and puts themselves in the movie. It's more about putting themselves in the movie more so than the actual thing.
0: Product itself, you yeah. Know?
1: Like when, Mel, like, but I mean, I do think I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I, like I said, I don't remember because we talked about it before before the movie actually started, I don't remember any any Western comedies other than Blazing Saddles. Right. Between Blazing Saddles and, you know, A Million Ways to Die in the West, I can't think of any... Other
0: comedies any out there. Any comedies
1: in the Western vein. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. And it did feel a little nostalgic mm-hmm. because of that reason. Maybe that's another reason why I couldn't be like... Eh. Yeah, because
0: I think we were trying to make it live up to Blazing Saddles' expectations. I think, you know,
1: or maybe he was aiming to be the Blazing Saddles of this generation. Yeah. Maybe. Because it had the gross humor. I mean, Charlize Theron is always pretty. Yeah. Just, you know, she could read a phone book and I'd be like, okay, I'm in. (laughs) But yet I can't watch Monsters Ball because she's... She's ugly in that one. Um, It's very shallow. I admit, it's very shallow of me. I hear she was brilliant. She wins an Oscar. Mm -hmm. It's got her and Christina Ricci, two women I find very beautiful. They're lovers. This screams, I should be all over this, pants down, Mm -hmm. jerkins lotion off to the side going, let's go. (laughs) But yet, for some reason, you're not. I can't because I see the makeup job they did, and it did so well. That I have no erection to watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I meant desire. <laughs> it's just like I—I—I I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I heard she was fabulous in it, and everyone says she was awesome in it. But then I—I I, I look at her and I go, "That's Charlize Theron." And no, that is
0: it. I—I I did see a documentary actually of the actual. Uh, of the woman who we'll, they were right, portraying. And it's a spot that makeup uh, dog spot on that's for. That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. I think in, instinctively being a psychotic killer does not, fi- I do not find her attractive at all. <laughs> like, uh, like, it's just like, no, I have enough crazy in my life. I don't need that much crazy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> now, if you take Christina Ricci and Charlize Theron and put them in another movie where they're, glor- they're beautiful and norm- not normal, but I meant like normal in the way of not crazy. Right. And they're lovers. I'm all in there. I think I really do. I
0: I think it's just the makeup. I think if it was like the same movie, just that it's Tereus Theon's look. Sh- Sh- uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, you'd watch it. Yeah, <laughs> the <jargon>. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Bound is one of my favorite movies, only because of the sex scene between uh, Jennifer Tilly and uh, Gina Gershon. Hmm. <sighs> <sighs> Hold on for a moment. <laughs> I almost feel like I almost want to you that scene. Anyway, <laughs> so, okay, just take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back, folks. Come back ten minutes later. Yeah, so uh <laughs> you know, just a little more relaxed, a little more calm. <laughs> and you're sitting there in shock and awe because I didn't I didn't move in this spot. <laughs> no,
0: uh, huh? The I just, studio's wider. I just want to go home. <laughs> Someone come call me cat, please. <laughs>
1: shaking in the corner. And so how about what's the news? (laughs) Uh, 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 uh. We're sitting there and I'm like, happy trees. Happy trees. Happy happy trees. Soft clouds. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to walk you off the edge. (laughs) (sighs) So, okay. So uh, what you think of sex tape?
0: I you know at first I thought it was slow in the beginning the first you know like the setup for it but yeah. after that it just took off and it was great I thought I laughed a lot yeah I it was, it was
1: I, I I haven't seen either of those movies like usually every week I go to the movies mm-hmm. those were two movies I did not see in the theaters but I wanted to see them anyway because I like I like some, and I would watch I would watch both again yeah you know that so that kind of for me makes it kind of go all right they deserve to be in my collection, collection right if I was like. Eh, then i would be like okay let's get rid of him and put him towards something else yeah. you know um because this week i did pick up nightbreed did you yeah last week we um had the uh you know dvd releases right. we talked yep. about nightbreed and we mm-hmm. had the the director's cut and then the limited edition director's cut right i am holding a copy it is 9455 out of 10000 that nice. were printed okay i'm like God damn it, couldn't have been like right in the middle. I want to give me the 5,000 one. You know, it's close to the end. uh, It's right smack in the middle. It's got to be, you know, it's only worth something to someone else but me. (laughs) So I can go, yeah, you know what number I got? I got 5,000 exactly in a dot. Dude, man, that's awesome. Yeah. Is it? Like, uh, it's opened and I watched it. Dude, man, you just put the value down, but at least 100 bucks. Oh, considering I'm not getting rid of it. Yeah. All right. You know, (laughs) <clears throat> um, so I watched that this week, mm-hmm. you No, know, um, it was really good. I mean, like I said, Did I got, live up to the expectations I, of watch, it's probably been a while since you've seen that movie. I, I'll be honest. It's, I have, I'll be honest. I haven't watched the actual movie with, <laughs> with the extra 40, <laughs> tw- uh, 20 minutes or 40 minutes yeah. In, in, left. Yeah. Right. I, because I was too busy interested in seeing the behind the scenes stuff. Ah, okay. Cause it's got a nice documentary on the, the idea of the film. And the problems they had, the real, the real, what it comes down to, what the real problem was with the movie at the time was that the story is about how humanity is the bad guy mm-hmm. in this situation. But because Clive Barker had uh, such a run with Hellraiser, there was like another couple of horror movies out there. Um, Morgan Creek, the producers of the movie, mm-hmm. the financial backing, said, "No, we want this to be a slasher flick. So you have to find a way to make the Nightbreed the bad guys." <laughs> and it, and you know. Cut out some stuff, add some stuff. That's why um what's his face? Um uh, the director who's in it oh uh, David Cronenberg. Mm. He's like the serial killer. He's the guy with the mask with the buttonhole eyes and the and the zipper on the side on there. Okay. He they kinda I remember seeing in the theaters and it being kind of focusing around him and that somehow he was supposed to be like cleansing the earth kind of thing. Mm. And that he you know, and of course the uh humanity, like there's a bunch of hillbillies that were going in and killing the nightbreed because they were supposed to be not the heroes of the movie, but more so the we have to stand together to get rid of these things. Mm. And the story is basically a a love story almost Mm. between Boone and I think her name was Lily and the character is Lily. Mm. And that all got pulled because of... It wasn't a slasher flick.
0: Wow, okay.
1: So that's why, like, the people who were, doing the movie, who were doing the movie, like all the actors, they got most of them to talk about it, and the special effects guys, and they're saying, We get the script. It's brilliant. We're doing the movie. It's brilliant. The whole um, Midian, um, this, the city they live in, mm. there's a lot more stuff about that, and about their lives, and to be able to get, like, to feel for these people, mm. to the feel for the the, the the creatures, you know, or for the demons, or whatever they were called, the nightbreed to feel for them and they film it all and then they watch the movie and it's all cut and they're all like what the fuck's going on and it you know that to me the story behind the story was the the interesting stuff for me yeah i have yet to go back to actually watch the movie and i'll eventually get there but for me the the price of admission was hearing the story yeah because there's technically three cuts of the movie there is the theatrical cut Mm. there's the director's cut that's in the box set but then there's the cabal cut which is a like a look at almost like a two and a half hour movie that was put together when they found all the stuff they put together and did like the whole like hey monster mania here's the cabal cut of nightbreed okay and people were like well how come that's not being put on and they're saying well because there was just there was too much and some of the some of the stuff was too degraded because most of it was on videotape like right. you know so they had to kind of clean it all up and they try to get it as close to as a as a perfect vision that Clive Barker had in the beginning mm-hmm. to put in more of the meat of the story was to make it. Now, today, you can be sympathetic towards the Nightbreed, but back in the 80s, you couldn't. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, early 90s because it was all slasher. Like, Hellraiser was huge. So you want those franchises. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. want a story where it's like, oh, wait, like, for some reason, the people in charge couldn't get behind, like, couldn't understand the concept like King Kong. You know where you feel sympathetic for the monster, mm-hmm. like they went, no, they're monsters. They got to be evil, right? You know, but no, they're just like us. Like humanity is mm-hmm. the bad guys. No, no, we can't have that. Yeah, we can't. We can't make a franchise out of that. Like, <laughs> and that's the reason why I think it came and went in theater so quickly, and, and, and it achieved its cult like status because it wasn't the finished movie that was everyone saw. Right. So yeah. nice. Oh, that's my thing. I also did. Since yeah, I guess we're talking about my week. Yeah, I uh, saw a movie, but that we'll get to um, when we do the. But I went to the theater, Ed. The theater. I went to the theater. <laughs> <laughs> and by theater, I meant movie theater. <laughs> um, sort of. Sort of. Well, right. yeah. I mean, I went to the movie theater to see what I saw. Right. Um, I saw Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein? No. No. No, um, it was a uh, a play. Let me say, I really should have, you know... Set it up. Before. Set it up. <laughs> Shut up, Ed. <laughs> yeah, you keep chewing on that. Uh, you keep chewing.
0: <laughs> I thought I had a moment there. I thought you were going to go right into it and be able to talk it out. And I'll be like, nah. I'm-.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was... Uh, I just want to get the National Theater Live. Okay. The NTL. I wanted to make sure I got the actual name mm. right. They did a play, a production of um, Frankenstein, which was done in 2011. Okay. And it starred Benedict Cumberbatch, Sherlock Holmes from the right. Sherlock Holmes TV show, I yes. feel, and Johnny Lee Miller. Who also plays John Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. from from elementary. And I'm like, Sherlock for Sherlock, I'm in. <laughs> you know Sherlock on Sherlock action before either of them were Sherlock yeah so I'm like oh, yeah 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 wow know? yeah how ironic is that yeah that's amazing so I'm like all right and then the movie put po- with a poster for the th- the play has cumber uh, and- <laughs> <laughs> cumberbun and <laughs> cumberbun and sick boy <laughs> <laughs> um, in the makeup of the doctor and the monster. Mm-hmm. And because what they did was that on alternating nights, they switched roles where, you know, like the, the version I saw, I think was version one where Cumberbatch is Dr. Frankenstein and mm-hmm. Johnny, Lee, Johnny Lee Miller is the monster. Okay. But let's say I saw it the next night and they played version two, Johnny Lee Miller would play Dr. Frankenstein and Cumberbatch would be the monster. Ah, okay. You know. So I go. So I'm like I. Plus, also, you know what? It's Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Well, let's. I'm going to treat myself. <laughs> La. Going to the theater. Get a little culture. <laughs> <laughs> you know, amongst dicks and fart jokes, there's a heart of a scholar, and <laughs>
0: it's hidden away between.
1: It's a love behind a lot of bacon and grease. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's there. It's there. All right. So, um it was it was amazing. I if anybody ever anybody out there gets a chance to see it, I highly recommend it. Problem is, is that now I want to see like the version I saw, Cumberbatch were... was the doc. Right. I want to see it again and see it reversed. Okay. Because they both were so good and I want to see it again to see if they did something different. Yeah. Not not as far as like, oh, instead of walking on from stage left, they walk from stage right. Yeah. I want to see how they're acting, like how, like, um, Johnny Lee Miller's, I think I was telling my dad this, my yeah. dad doesn't know names, so I had to go Sherlock and elementary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to kind of like dumb it down for him so he can distinguish between the two Something of them, right? Or con and elementary, <laughs> you know? So I told him, I was like, you know, it was really well done. I mean, Johnny Lee Miller, um, the Frank and it's it's based off the book. Okay, it's not word for word, but it's definitely tonal. Like, you know, here's and I guess what? I should really. There's imagery. There's a little nudity. There is a, a rape scene, uh, but it was but it was all like integral to the the, the, the story. Oh, the yeah. story and the the stage itself wasn't over the top like full of special effects or not because it's a play. Right. But the, the theater that they do the play in mm. is really, it's got like this, it's kind of almost, it's like in the round almost. Okay. Um, like a, I would say more like a crescent moon.
0: Kind of like a, like the Shakespeare, the Globe Theater. Yeah, I okay. think that's
1: a, kind of what it's based off of the Globe Theater look. Okay, because uh, you could see the audience, but it wasn't like you. They flash out to the audience to get reactions. You just <laughs> when the curtains like when when it started off, you're like you know you're watching a play and almost undergates and some some guy who want to walk in part. You know, like uh, like <gasps> Frankenstein. You no, know, it was like there was no there was no like crowd reaction. It was yeah. just you saw the crowd and then it focused on the stage. You know, and, and every once in a while, <laughs> I, I'm just like picturing it
0: like you're watching, and all of a sudden, you hear, you hear some audience. Going, I'm going out for gummy bears.
1: Yeah. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. No, I mean, pardon me. Pardon me. Pardon, pardon excuse me. Excuse me. Cheerio. Pardon me. Pardon, pardon me. Because it was in you know, London. <laughs> Everybody with a British accent. <laughs> um day, hey, mate. Pardon me. I need my jujubes. <laughs> Who left this Aussie in here? <laughs> <laughs> there was none of that. Um... Like I said, watching it, it to me, it was like, the the crowd of the theater was very sparse. Mm. But it would definitely not, I wouldn't say the theater-going people. And when I say theater, I'm using air quotes because I meant, like, these are people who have never been to a stage play. Okay. Or their local, or their stage play version is, like, oh, my kid's high school play. Right. Um, There were a couple in there. They were snobbish. Like, you could kind of tell. And then I get there. Dude, it was just empty enough for me to be able to sit dead center in the theater. Okay. Dead center. So I had the whole screen to myself. Like, I was like, I love this. I want this size TV. You know? <laughs> and there was no one around me. There's a nice gap of non people hmm. so I can kind of really like just focus on the screen and not the person's head. Took
0: his pants off. Yeah, you know, got the yeah. jerk and going,
1: <laughs> Yeah, Sherlock versus Sherlock. And I go throw down and th- all throw down. <laughs> you know, and I think that there was I'm gonna say there was probably a either high school teacher or college teacher, college mm-hmm. professor that made the class go see play really because there was about uh, like a, a small group of 20 somethings that kind of came in uh-huh. which you know what i'm not gonna i'm not sitting there going oh they're all or unrefined i think they went to go see it because t- it's a halloween thing yeah you know, frankenstein but i did feel like that they were there because they their attitude wasn't of like oh, this is going to be awesome this is going to be like i can't believe we're here yeah yeah you know, like <laughs> let's try to make the most of this situation
0: right I got to get this grade. I got to get my grades up. Right.
1: And I'll I'll explain why a little later on when it's a certain point in the play where they start making noise. Hmm. Um, So I'm sitting there and there's a woman looking at her iPhone, you know, like apparently she's like reading something like, you know, you can tell like, oh, she's one of those people. Like, I am high I'm here for the culture of Frankenstein, (laughs) you know, and then there's, uh. A handful of I'm going to say middle aged women who are definitely there for the Sherlock Holmes elementary kind of group, like, right. like they're there because they're fans of the TV show, yeah. like because uh, <laughs> um, they were kind of like, oh, this is great, like ones whispering, "Who's the murderer? <laughs> yeah, like it's <"That's> Victor. Who? <laughs> Who's Frankenstein? <laughs> why? Why? is I thought the monster was Frankenstein, like." <laughs> You know, so I mean, and these mm. things are special events, so they they're simulcast and stuff like that. And there's right. like, there was a moment where there's no pre. There was actually a woman like to my back right who asked her friend, "I wonder what kind of previews they're going to have." <laughs> and I'm sitting there at this point, I could hear myself. And I'm not a snob by any mean chance right. going. Oh my god, what? The- Just take it all in for the show, for the show, for the show. <laughs> like, you know. Cause there was, this she just, I was just like, I just feel like standing up, going, "You're a fucking idiot." There's going to be no trailers. This <laughs> is not a, a movie. Amora. This is not a movie. It's a theater. <laughs> it's now, cool. just to
0: kind of go back just a little bit, <laughs> just to say, this is a fandom event. This is what uh, like a lot of the big theaters have. During the week to yeah. give you know culture to people, they have like a lot of plays, ballets. Well, depending
1: on the time of the year, let's let's not get too because the next thing that was coming up was what do we call it? The mystery science theater, like Rift Jackson doing Anaconda.
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's there's other things other than actual culture stuff, but. There's, yeah. but it's generally like one of those type of things that you normally won't get to see. Yeah, like, as like,
1: a... like you and I saw Jane, Son, and Silent Bob get old. Right. You know, and that was like a three hour thing, and it was fun. Mm-hmm. There's also like some people do, like, they do rock concerts. Yes. They'll do plays. Like, I think the next one is of Mice and Men with James Franco and some other guy. Oh, okay. You know, I'm like, yeah, I like Franco, but I'm not, you know, of Mice and Men, Franco. Like, you know, like I'd rather see him in a comedy rather than a, a serious role. And he wasn't playing George, he was playing the other guy. You know, I, you know, I would, I would like to see Franco going, Can I pet the rabbits, George, pet the rabbits. But, I, you know, there's, <laughs> but there wasn't that part of me just going, you know what, Franco and the part of, you know, George, yeah, I'm in, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if 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 a group of people wanted to go like every month to go and see one of these things, I'd be like, yeah, sure. Let me see Franco. I like yeah, <laughs> JF in the house <laughs> walking in. I'd be like, yeah, what's up? Tend the rabbits, George. <laughs> Tend <turn> the rabbits. <laughs> I'm gonna ra- love I'm them gonna and gonna, squeeze I'm gonna them. pet I'll the rabbits, them. George. <laughs> so um. <laughs> <laughs> you're going. That's not cultured at all. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> so I mean, so like every they, every like every month, everyone maybe like once a week, twice a month, maybe I don't know exactly mm-hmm. when um, they do these kind of events, kind of thing. Right. So I mean, you it's an opportunity to kind of expand your horizons a little bit. Right. But then there are some people that who seem way too out of their element. Yes. You know, like uh, when the thing started, it was uh, just nothing but like a fan a phantom event type ad over and over again mm-hmm. for like five minutes and people started grumbling oh what you want to help? yeah we get it kind of like it was mostly like this this couple right you know who kind of almost came late anyway uh, okay. it's like wait well, you're here late you should be fortunate that it didn't start on time yeah. like uh, so they were getting kind of grumbling and i'm you know i'm sitting there just waiting there i'm like, at this point i'm i have like you know some candy and i'm looking i'm looking through, actually facebook so i'm like lights aren't down like, you know right. like and then finally, it started. And then there was like a little technical difficulty, you know, which made him have to do the lights up again. I'm going, "Ooh, are we going to write? We going to burn this place to the ground? I want to see some Sherlock versus Sherlock. <laughs> All 15 of us, Holmes versus Holmes, <laughs> and a middle aged throwdown of Frankenstein. <laughs> but eventually, it got started. But here's the problem: Okay, you can tell people who aren't really been to been the plays. Don't know how to react to silence. Yeah. Because the moment the play starts off with just the monster in like a womb kind of thing being born. Uh, almost. Okay. So he falls to the ground and he's in like a loincloth and it's Miller and he's got like, you know, the makeup on. And the audience is quiet in the in the thing, and there's no there's no ambiance music to make you know how to feel. Right. So you're left with seeing Johnny Lee Miller pretty much writhing on the ground going, Gah, ah, ah. <laughs> you know like flopping around a little bit and then learning how to crawl then learning how to walk and then you know to try to his motor you know and then and this is like a good like five to ten minutes of this birthing kind of thing so a lot of people you can feel the uncomfortableness in the room which right away i'm just like let me feed on your uncomfortability. Oh, not sure how to, not sure how to react in silence. Because you can hear that, you can feel the people shifting around, going, yeah. "I don't know how to handle this. I don't know what to do. Is this right? Is this what's supposed to be?" You know, and I'm sitting there just going, "Let me bask in your uncomfortableness." <laughs> in the theater, in the center of the theater, claps my hand together like a, a, a super villain. If I had a mustache, I would have twirled it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then finally, like, and it's really uncomfortable, you mm-hmm. know. And then you see Cumberbatch finally walk in, and he's there for like two minutes, and then runs out because he screams because he he wasn't expecting this. To actually go through, runs out, and then you're like, "Better than Coverbatch, everybody! (laughs) That's Frankenstein! Woo! (laughs) Yeah! You know, end the play. Like that was like that would be great. Just ten minutes of this, elementary, flipping on the ground, half naked, Coverbatch going, what, and then leave. That's it. No." <clears throat> I would have been satisfied. I would have been like, yeah, that's a great story. <laughs> but, you know, then it kind of it follows, it pretty much does the um, you know, it follows Frank, It's the monster mm. uh, about, you know, him being away for like the year, you know, like him escaping, and then what happens to him and he comes back and remember that scene in Tropic Thunder where um they talk about <laughs> they they never go full retard? Yeah. Johnny Lee Miller went full retard. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm okay with that yeah. because you were tired talking like that because yeah. like, he's you know like more monstrous. Like I don't know, but he was intelligent. He was, but he just had this. He was using the fat tongues speech, okay. which I don't think a lot of people were really comfortable with either. Uh, okay, you know, and I'm like, well, he doesn't fucking know anything. I mean, right. he's, he's, it's probably not even his own fucking tongue. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like there's probably I'm like, I'm a visualizing some him sewing a, a tongue in his mouth, like. <laughs> Give me a cow tongue for all we know. Yeah, you don't know what the fuck kind of pieces were in there. It's not like there was a guy, you know, there wasn't like Cumberbatch going, this is how I did it. (laughs) (laughs) How I did it by Victor Von
0: Frankenstein. Right.
1: So he kind of talks, you know, very like special needs. Yeah. To be more politically correct. Um, But then there's like, it's not like halfway through the play before Cumberbatch, before Sherlock versus Sherlock happens. You know, and then when it hits, it's fucking brilliant. It's magical. Yeah. And I'm going, this is, this is wow. Like, you can see why, because Johnny the Miller was already kind of a, a pretty big star. Yeah. Cumberbatch may have been a, he was a lesser star because it was, wasn't was before Sherlock Holmes hit. Right. So you can kind of go, well, oh, okay, this is the reason why the guy's a star because he's fucking brilliant in this thing. Mm. <coughs> you know, but throughout the rest of the play, I'm kind of going, jeez, I wonder what Cumberbatch would have done with Cumberbatch have gone full retard. Like, <laughs> like uh, or what, what would generally Lee Miller cause Johnny the Miller is also shaved head because he's got the huge scar. I'm like, and then I saw stills with him as Frankenstein with a f- glorious head of hair. I'm going, are they both wearing wigs? Like what the hell's going on? Like, 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 like are they both shaved head? Is Cumberbatch going to have hair? Like I hope there's a DVD so I can catch the extras. Well, see, that's kind of like, I, there's that. And that's my point. Ed, I would see this again and again because it was so good, and I want to see, but it'll never hit DVD because according to the National Theater thing, because it's been around since 2011, like I said, that they actually had a statement put out a couple years ago that due to the request of the actors involved, they're not going to put it on DVD. Wow. And I think that has to be Johnny Lee Miller's fault, not fault, but his because I saw like a little interview cuz I when I got home I was like I need to find a, a bootleg of something. I need this. Cuz this is really good. Yeah, exactly. Like, I like oh, chase that Frankenstein dragon. Oh, you know, all berber. I'm tapping the vein watching Frankenstein. Like, you know. Oh, fuck I die. You know, by the end, I'm talking. I'm going full retard. <laughs> they were beautiful. <laughs> I want to see it again. And again, not like, it, but it was so good and so compelling. And I was just like, I would, I could, if it came back next year, I'd see it again next year. This would be something that I might do every year that it's in theaters. Nice. And I, if you can see it, like if you, like I'm putting it out there right now. I need both versions on some format. Contact me at words with Sean at words dot com. Yeah. Or message me on our, our Geeksters Facebook page at Geeksters Radio. Yeah. Ooh, because it was brilliant. And if you, have, if you have a chance to see it, see it. Let me know which version you saw because I'm dying to see if there is any difference between but, a- acting choice wise. Right. You know, but yeah, I mean, next year, Ed, if it's around, you're going with me. All right. I'll, I'll culturize you <laughs> and at the end we'll have some old guy going if you enjoyed this fine programming, please donate to PBS <laughs> <laughs> For a measly $100 donation <laughs> you can get a still <laughs> <laughs> I'm in <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so apparently they have like here's here's an uh, you know here's an image of Cumberbatch. as wow you know wow that does not look
0: like Jimmy Lamella at all.
1: That's Johnny Lee Miller there. Oh, yeah. That's Cumberbatch. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but again, you're looking at a thing that's three years old already. Yeah. But then uh let's see, is there yeah, here you go. Here's a duality between the two of them. Wow. So I'm watching this and I'm going, it's awesome. Yeah. Everybody's going, fuck, what the hell? Just Google Frankenstein, Johnny Lee Miller, and you'll see stills. There you go. But uh if Erica's here, she'd be posting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was that was pretty much uh, that was, that was pretty much you know my week. All right. You know, I'm trying to think anything else. Uh, I think I can say I went to the movies. So since I went to the movies, why don't we do our top ten box office? Top, top five,
0: ten, top five. Here we go. Number five, Book of Life is number five again. It made eight point three million over the weekend and forty point five overall.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. All right.
0: Number four is Gone Girl. the Number four movie from last week. It made $8.8 million and 136.6 overall. Okay, so that's doing really well. All right. Number three was the number three movie from last week, Fury. It made nine point one million over the weekend and sixty point four overall.
1: It does it have a budget?
0: Budget sixty eight. So it's still a ways to go, but it'll, I mean, make, it'll make its cash. But before it gets out of theater, I think it'll make its cash back. Or
1: with what do you call it? With DVD sales, Blu Ray sales. Oh uh, well, yeah, definitely launch. It'll break even at least.
0: The number two movie this week was the number one movie we, last week. Ouija. it made $10.9 million over the weekend Ish. and thirty four point nine overall. And that only had a $5 million.
2: Uh, I'm going to
1: say, like, like this, is, this is the part that bothers me the most is I watched the play. Oh, I forgot to mention the part. There's a rape scene. Yeah. And it was close to the end of the the, the play. And that's where the 20-something-year-old kids oh, okay. started getting a little rambunctious because I don't think that they were comfortable with the fact that, like like, I don't know if they were they started getting grumbling because it was a powerful scene yeah. and I don't think that they were comfortable with their own emotions to be able to handle what they were seeing in, on screen because there was a couple chuckles, a couple snickers. And yeah. I'm just like, w- okay, I, I, like, I understood their uncom- uncomfortability mm-hmm. and even some of the more adult people were kind of uncomfortable. I think maybe it had more of effect doing that this was actually happening in front of a live studio audience yeah. at the time instead of on film. <laughs>
0: this is a part of the play.
1: <laughs> Oh sure, <laughs> you know <laughs> security, security. But uh, <laughs> yeah, because it happened in the theater, it happened in the <laughs> audience. It Didn't happen on stage. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I, you know, like, and because there's no, there's no soundtrack. Yeah, uh, other than between acts and between scene ca- changes. So you didn't like? I think again because it was comfortable. Was her like the? There was screaming and then there was like you know obviously sexual noises. Yeah, in a quiet room. So it, <laughs> what sexual noises? Well, okay, <laughs> I, all right. I really don't want to spoil it because it's it's definitely like a like. God damn it, you're, gonna, no 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 like like grunting and moaning yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that like her screaming, the raper grunting okay. And then,
0: all right, okay. So those kind of noise. Yeah, those kind of. Well, it's, the, the,
1: the... it's not like, oh squish, yeah. Squish. It was a. It was a. Happy, happy pillow, happy pillow. It was, it was, you know, it wasn't happy Vonghun. I was more like. <laughs> <laughs> ah! 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 oh! no! No! Ah! Snap! Like it was like that.
0: <laughs> Did it break off?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> Was it so on okay. too tight. <laughs> all right, all right. You know what? I'm fucking going to spoil it. Okay, for those people who want to see it, um, plug your ears so I can tell Ed, all right? Give me about...
0: You can tell me at the break if you want, if you don't want
1: to it. No, I'll do it on it. air. Okay. Fuck, I don't care. Give me about 30 seconds, all right? And going now. There's a scene. Yeah. In the play, Frankenstein's getting engaged to get married. The monster breaks into the house, rapes his fiancée, and as Frankenstein walks in, as Frankenstein walks in the room, he catches, obviously, him in the act. Frankenstein grabs the girl while he's on top of her, snaps her neck, kills her right there in front of him, and goes, now I'm a man. Yeah. And that's, you know, but at the time, okay, you can come back, people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> they won't know. <laughs> uh-huh. There is a plug. Yeah. Up. They won't
1: know. Let's just count to 30. So if I said it in 10, back in 20 seconds. <laughs> just... We need like dump music so I can just play a song and turn off all the mics and then tell you to come back. That's what we'll do from now on. I'll do like. We'll have to get the girl from Iba -Iba, So that way we can play that while I tell you what happens behind the scenes while we're on air and then come back. All right? New plan. All
0: right, <laughs> Or better yet, well, well, the dumb <laughs> music will be two nerds fighting over a Captain America action figure.
1: <laughs> no! <laughs> it, could, it could fall into a Van Halen song. <laughs> for Opie and Anthony fans, get that one. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, I was going to say, okay, so what was the number
0: one movie? Number one movie was Nightcrawler. It made $10.9 9000 so it's just a $9,000 difference. And I have no budget for it, so I don't know how big. But there's a new release this week.
1: So I was going to see that. Yes. But there I was There was three movies I wanted to see this weekend. Okay. Nightcrawler was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Birdman is now in a wider release. Yeah. And that's playing in the Chamonix. I was tempted to go see that. And then there was the Daniel Radcliffe movie called Horns. Right. Where did that fall on the top uh, 100? Horns, Probably not even on there. Uh, I, I was looking for
0: it earlier. I couldn't find right, there it. There it is. I see it. Where is it?
1: Right there. It's in all, all the new releases are in yellow, Ed. Yes. And if At you
0: number 28, no, oh. it doesn't even have a number.
1: Sure. It does.
0: Well, it's, you know, it's let's be cops is 30 and my old lady is a uh, 29. So, it falls. so it, it, 29 and a
1: half. So it's probably tied with one of the other ones. Yeah. It's probably tied with number 29. Twenty
0: nine. It's 29 Tied with 29.
1: Okay. How much did it make?
0: It made
1: $104,000. I'm going to say, uh, I think it would be bigger if I saw it. Yeah. I saw it on demand okay. on cable. Because apparently, you, figure,
0: you figured, though, that would be you'd make more money.
1: Well, no, it would make, okay, it was $8. Yeah. So, I mean, $8 for me and my dad to watch it. So it was $4 a piece. Right. If we went to the movie theaters, it'd obviously would be $20, right. you know, total. Yeah. So instead, you know, it lost $12, theoretically. Right. You know, for me and my dad did not go. And, be-
0: and beyond, because it would be <coughs> more than that, actually. Well, I mean, sure. I look
1: at any concession stand stuff you buy goes to the theater. No, I'm mm-hmm.
0: talking like just individuals like you two saw. Like, so imagine you could have a horns party... Yeah. You know, have like, like 20 well, exactly, people in your yeah. house. Like, hey, played. dude,
1: anybody who read the book, come over to my place. We're going to do a horns party for Halloween. What? what? <laughs> horns on Halloween. Yeah. Uh, so I saw it. It was fucking phenomenal. Was it? Like, I didn't read the book. It's okay. based on a book by Joe Hill. Mm-hmm. And he also uh, wrote another book called Nosferatu. Um, and he, he also like a line of comic books based on a, a place he designed called Christmastown. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, it was really good. Ratcliffe was phenomenal. Uh, only problem is, I kind of it's based around the fact that he wakes up one day and his, his 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 the love of his life is murdered. Everyone thinks he did it. It's one of those kind of stories. Nah. I knew who it was within the first twenty minutes. <laughs> I went, he did it, and in the end, <laughs> he's the bad guy in all these films. No, no, so no, no, I... no. It wasn't it wasn't like that. It wasn't like <laughs> he wasn't noticeable as a bad guy. Okay, but there was definitely clues to kind of make you go. Like more of the, eh, eh, yeah. look at this. Like, you know, again, I'm jaded when yeah. it comes to the stuff like that. So I was going, this is why he did it. And then at the end, it's that's why he did it. And Dad's like, good job. It's was like, yeah, that's all right, You know, thanks. Like, don't
0: your dad ever, like, when you, you do that kind of stuff to him, son of a bitch, I'm trying to watch this. No. To really not at all. He actually enjoys um, it
1: because a lot of times he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> He'll be like, I don't understand what happened. You're like, <laughs> You know, because he's kind of like in the same boat as I am. It's, even though you kind of know, because even he said, oh, yeah, you're probably right. You know, he agreed with me. But it's not it's not the fun, of the, it's how you get to that point okay. that I find more fascinating. It's the storytelling process to prove this guy's guilt versus the, oh, my God, kind of part. Because right. it wasn't really, there was no, like, like, when we saw Gone Girl, didn't see that fucking coming. And anything that I thought might have come, that I thought was going to happen completely than a 180 from what I expected. Wow. Which is one of the reasons why I completely loved Gone Girl because it was like a, what? Which my our our mutual friend Jess, she, she just finished the book. And she was like, I've read Gone Girl. And she's like, holy, and she also read Horns. Yeah. And we were talking about Gone Girl away from everybody else so we didn't spoil it for anybody. Mm. She was like, was this this moment in the movie? I was like, yeah. She's like, oh my God, I have to see this movie now. Because even her in the book, she said after she finished Gone Girl the book, Mm For, like, the rest of the day, all she could think about was the twists that were happening in this book. And I was like, all those twists were in the movie. She's like, no way. I was like, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh. But, I mean, I enjoyed the horns. I thought the special effects were pretty good. I thought the story was, like, you do have to kind of take a leap of faith to Mm -hmm. a certain point. And it doesn't give you any rhyme or reason to what happened, like, why this is happening to Daniel Radcliffe. Right. You can kind of piece it together, like, why it's that way. Mm Mm-hmm. But you don't really get a, a real like solid, concrete answer. You know, so I mean, I like I said, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I highly recommend it. But my problem is, is that I think it probably would have gotten more if it wasn't on demand. Mm-hmm. Like I think that they because it was a low. I don't know, like. Do you know what the budget was? Uh, so I'm looking up right now yeah, okay. to see
0: where if it's here at all. I mean, the budget
1: obviously is not. It's going to be more than one hundred fifty thousand dollars.
0: Hundred four thousand dollars. <laughs>
1: hundred and four. It's probably like a two three million dollar movie. Budget-wise. I'd be surprised if anything more. Um, because it was so... What? God, Frankenstein!
0: Does not say what the budget is.
1: Alright, okay. Did you Google uh, you know, Horn's budget?
0: Well, that would be a good idea, wouldn't
1: it? <laughs> it was like, try to be as specific as possible. Google doesn't. Re- Google's not a mind reader, as good as you think it is. <laughs> and don't click the same like you clicked. <laughs> because <I'm> like, <sighs> uh, uh, You're going for the Wikipedia page. You're going, <laughs> you were just on that. It's obviously not Dirk. there. Let's
0: see, he, see if IMDb <laughs> has it.
1: Uh, so, I mean, it, the cast was good. Mm-hmm. The 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 plot was decent. It was it was interesting. Mm-hmm. It was, like I said, a solid movie. I mean, I highly recommend it. I just kind of, like it, it makes me kind of wonder why it went, mass market like that instead of going to the theaters you could watch it in the privacy of your own home it was like video on demand and for me it was only eight bucks you know eight bucks for high def
0: yeah no it does not give any budget of any kind that's right. right i mean
1: i think that the movie to me it's a hit because more people i don't think that movie would ever be made if it wasn't at all like right i think that radcliffe added a little bit more to it because it's harry potter yeah but he's so far off the reservation in his movie from Harry. He seems to be making, in my opinion, every decision to be distance himself from Harry Potter.
0: Yeah, because a lot of a lot of stuff that I know of. Anyway, he's done like like horror or suspense. Kind yeah. of films. He's actually done of...
1: a, a theatrical play where he's full front on nudity. Yeah. You know, like. And I'm not saying that he's he's doing it specifically to go from the Harry Potter thing. I think that he's you know he's he's an actor. Yeah. Like yeah, sure. It is weird to see him like. When I saw him he was 10 years old. When I first saw Daniel Radcliffe he yeah. was 10. Yeah. 10 or 12 I think. And then to watch him grow up basically on screen. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It's like Chris Kirsten Dunst. First time I saw her it was Interview with Interview a Vampire. Vampire right. A movie that's over 25 years old, 20 years old. Yeah, 20. So I'm like if she was 6 then, it makes her just I'm like it makes me feel old. Like
0: <laughs> Yeah, you know, it
1: does. You know, and seeing Radcliffe do these roles make me kind of go? Number one makes me respect him as an artist because I do think he's really good as an actor. Mm. I don't like people going. Well, those Harry Potter movies are stupid. Okay, maybe for you, but that's Harry Potter. It's the movie. It's don't. It's like, it's like slamming Ryan Reynolds for doing a shitty job in Green Lantern. Like you know what? He's never going to be st- or Ben Affleck as Daredevil. Yeah. Like they're just roles. Separate the actor from the roles. Like I had a problem getting over Leonardo DiCaprio because of fucking Titanic movie. Yeah. You know, but once I finally, once enough years whittled me down, and I've seen him in enough other things, I go, "All right, you know what? He's not that bad." Like I, you
0: know, I mean, that's the thing. Like I never thought Leonardo DiCaprio was that bad of an actor. I mean, because I've seen a lot of other films that he's been in, like Catch Me If You Can,
1: uh, uh, Aviator, <laughs> like, uh, a I mean, bunch so- of movies, uh, Catch Me If You Can, and uh, <laughs> Aviator. Um, um, uh, yeah, Aviator. Romeo
0: and Juliet.
1: I liked him in Romeo and Juliet, yeah. and, but again, it, it was. It's stat struck around the same time Titanic I think did, yeah, so I wasn't in my it was one of those things where I think my dislike for Leo didn't come from his acting, it came from the world around me because it was definitely like a,
0: oh leo the kind he's so like he's so hot he's so like, dreamy and yeah it was uh... it was uh, it
1: just got me so like really like come on <laughs> like it's for me it just I don't know why like yeah. it just never it was like oil and water every time like he his rise to stardom basically were on the back of Titanic and Romeo and Juliet, all right? You know, I'm just like, uh, all right, he became he's a heartthrob, and I guess I have a problem with heartthrobs. I guess, you know, I always I always root for the villain. <laughs> you know, go figure.
0: Sean's like, I'm the only heartthrob you need, baby. Uh,
1: in Titanic, I fucking rooted for the iceberg. <laughs> 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 like, I mean, it's a three-hour movie. I can't. I, I had to sit through two hours waiting for that that ship to hit, into in that iceberg. And when that started, I was like, I'm in. Yeah, that's
0: a, that's what bothered me the most about that movie so long in the fact that you know like you know all...
1: you knew what's gonna happen. You were just waiting for it, you're like, Really? Like oh it's kind of a lot You're only there to see the ship sink. Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm gonna make a movie about the Hindenburg and we're gonna have a love story on the Hindenburg. Yes. Well, what happens? Guess what? They all go down in flames. Like, in Jersey. <laughs> like most things. <laughs> right now, there's a bunch of people going in Jersey going, Hey! Oh! Hey! <laughs> oh, the humanity! Oh, near, far. Oh, the humanity! Wherever you are. <laughs> oh, Lord, the humanity! Humanity! Oh, the us get the flames! Oh! <laughs> You know, if someone tries to hold on to something. Uh,
0: I'll always love you, Jack.
1: <laughs> or you hear Led Zeppelin playing in the background. <laughs> ah, ah, I come from the land of the ace. It's now. <laughs> <laughs> She's by the stairway to heaven over oh, humanity
0: <laughs> 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 Oh my god <laughs> That's horrible Don't tell me you wouldn't pay 7 bucks to see that movie though <laughs>
1: I want <would. I> <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Especially nowadays with special effects can you imagine these <laughs> like okay remember when we saw uh Indiana Jones in the last crusade <laughs> when he's on the zeppelin Yeah Just imagine that times 10 with the computer graphics and explosions and you have like a love story involved and you know f- flaming bodies jumping from the thing like when it slams in you know like, oh, you, you know make up some stupid shit like i don't even remember what the cause why it blew up in the first place did it just slam in or was there a malfunction i don't remember
0: Erica! i don't
1: remember but we can make like the the, you know, the we call it? the candle was a slight drunk. Yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of rum. Coming in the Jersey, people. Woo, coming in hot. <laughs> what do you mean you're coming in hot? Tails on fire. Isn't this place where without... Oh, the humanity. Ed's Googling her. Uh... Hindenburg disaster. Oh, the humanity.
0: I'm trying to read it real fast oh, okay. before I actually try and read it out
1: loud. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get my words right.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was uh, Lake Lakehurst, New Jersey. Yep. And it was trying to dock,
1: and uh, it just malfunctioned. Just boom. Someone lit a cigarette. Oh, the humanity!
0: <laughs> you know, it's it, just because it's helium. I guess it was just, yeah. You know. Hold on.
1: Near, far, oh, wherever you are. Jack, I'll always love you. Oh, the humanity <laughs> is going down in flames. There. Oh. Sure. Masterpiece Theater and Sean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see we take a break. All right. And we'll come back, we'll get the DVD releases, I mean, uh, yeah, it's releases of the week, right? Yeah. And Life, the Universe, and something with Sean or Ed, I don't know. <laughs> we haven't decided yet. We gotta throw something <laughs> again. Yeah, well, we, well, we gotta think of something and we're back. We're right back, folks. And we're back, folks. Yay. Hope you enjoyed part one of a three-part series known as Geeksters. In part two, we will discuss... Well, we we discuss uh, We Bring You a Life, the Universe, and Nothing with Sean, Mm -hmm. and this week we discuss um, two, not one, but two unimportant issues. (laughs) First one being the state of what would be the most recognizable song in the UK as of currently of today, and the other one was a sequel in comic book form that no one requested at all. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so tune in for that folks I'm
0: um, just amazed you're reminded remember, I sure
1: remembered <laughs> it took me for a second because I'm like it really was nothing but yeah so um, but in the meantime while you're waiting for part two to download go to Facebook and then type in your search engine Geeksters Radio and you will see our Facebook page Geeksters pop up if you haven't already hit the little like button don't cost nothing except for just a little bit of your time, and then go tell your friends about us. But in the meantime, after you do that, while you're telling your friends on your phone, hey, by the way, go goes to this, continue on your computer and go to Twitter and search out at Geeksters. Follow us on Twitter. Or if you have Instagram, which, by the way, I uh, signed up for Instagram so I can follow Geeksters Radio. There that. you go. So you just type in, at Geeksers Radio. And then voila, you can follow us on Instagram as well. Yeah. And then go to our website wordswithgeeks.com so you can download not only this episode but past present and future episodes. Or tell your friends about it since apparently you're already listening to it. <laughs> or you can also get, you also find us in iTunes. Maybe you've just rambled you stumbled upon uh, us in iTunes. Yeah. You know, as one of the top, you know, podcasts downloaded in uh, iTunes history. People <laughs> are going, really? You were, but you know what? You'll search us out now to find out whether or not I'm fibbing. Yeah. <laughs> and really knows how to, you know, not sell anything.
0: <laughs> That's be sad like, because I work at sales. It'd
1: be like, no, I didn't kill the man. <laughs> Oh, gee, thanks, Ed, for blowing our cover. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just couldn't take you seriously. Because we totally killed, did kill that guy. I saw you hack him up. Dude, man, shut up. not Cam. Sorry, you just too funny. <laughs>
0: totally mad. that would happen?
1: <laughs> Never make us a good spy. <laughs> no. He would tell us the secrets, but I don't know nothing. <laughs> sure, he does. I saw him read it this afternoon. <sighs> Dude, you don't have to torture me. I'm stuck with him. <laughs> I'll tell you anything you want to know.
0: All the secrets that there is left, testicle. <laughs> They're tattooing yeah. on my
1: ball sack. Good luck reading them. Gonna get a blind person that we read braille. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, but in the meantime, if you want to catch, if you want to talk to Ed, you can contact him at ed@wordswithgeeks.com.
0: Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com.
1: Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com.
0: That's Erica with a K.
1: But if you want to catch this and live shenanigans, use so Sunday nights on 6 to about 9.30. Use some standard time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, tuned in, and iHeartRadio.
0: Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps.
1: And we'll see you in part two.
0: Did something funny happen? Yeah! You'd never know it!